Hello, what's up? Thank you for joining uh, Joe Max Morons, uh, where we have lots of opinions that nobody cares about. Uh, we answer questions that no one has asked, uh, and we just entertain ourselves. Um, thank you for joining us. Thanks for uh, for tuning in, uh, both of you listeners. It's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, that's two more than we thought we'd ever have. I think one of them was our mom, and that was it. So today I have uh, Adam Young, I have Taylor Young. Uh, Thomas is, uh, is doing some stand-up. Always recommend checking out Thomas Young on, on YouTube for his, uh, his uh, stand-up material. He's, he's, uh, he's quite, a, quite a, he's a really good, great set of people. Uh, so I want to kick off a little bit with uh, the team near and dear to the Young's heart. Uh, that's Manchester United. Uh, with all the things going on, we, we are excited to watch uh, Champions League. We're excited to watch Premier League, Serie A. Uh, some of us are excited about MLS. And, um, and I'm, I'm currently watching Columbus uh, beat Cruz Azul 2-0 in the second minute in the Campiones Cup. Uh, so Manchester United did get a win today, albeit a late win. Um, I, I haven't heard you guys tell me how excited you are about the way they played. Um, I'd like to first hear, Taylor, what does this win mean for, uh, for the, the, the run they're on right now? Uh, like in regards to what? Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they're not in the, the, the best of, um, of, of, of fitness right now. They're, 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 they haven't strung together enough wins. They're, they're struggling a little bit. The win today, does this, does this turn a corner? Um, did they did they do something that you saw differently that they're figuring out about themselves, uh, or was this uh, a fluke? Nope, they got lucky late. They got fairly outplayed the entire match, and they got lucky late. That's, okay. that's all, all I got on that. I don't I don't think there's anything else to expand on. Uh, it's a man of many words, and uh, I appreciate that. Um, Adam, why don't you um, perhaps you have six other words to uh to match to match taylor's opinion i might you know i do agree with taylor i think we i think united got lucky late i think it was more of the same it was relying on world-class players doing world-class things which is not really a, is not really tactics you know i don't really i don't think there's a there's a a, a setup. There's not a. There's not a team setup. There's not a tactical driving behind what what they do on the field. I think there's there's a game plan in when they you know setting a lineup in the formation and things like that. But that's not what that's not what tactics are. Um, but I think it's going to be United all season. I think United are going to be good enough to be in the top four based on player talent and, and, and the players that are in the squad. Um, and I do think I, one thing I do like, I'm not going to totally uh, crush Solshire here, but you know, he does get the most out of, he does want to, he does get the most, I don't know what you want to call it. Uh, not, maybe not effort, but he does get the most belief out of the players that they're going to go on and score. They are going to go get, you know, score goal and win. And that's ended, but I think Ferguson tactically was a little 
better than Solskjaer. And, you know, Solskjaer, he's, he's only been manager for two years, basically. So, you know, maybe, maybe he's going to grow tactically. We'll see. I, I, I'm curious, is, is he making any adjustments game to game that, that you feel like is going the right direction? Because I, I think the last few games, you know, United's been over on the midfield, which is a surprise. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm curious to, to know what he's doing to solve that. Bringing Ronaldo in certainly helps because it, it, it does take pressure off the midfield, you know, at certain occasions and in certain ways and, and in a certain system. You know, but I'm curious what what he's doing right at this point in time because I know we're going to talk about what he's doing wrong. I think Adam touched on what he's doing right. It's the mentality he brought back that mentality of the you're always in the game, you can always find the goal, which obviously that that's a great thing, but that needs to be paired with tactics. I mean, the talent and the and the squad alone is like Adam was saying it that should carry you to top four and it should carry you, you know, through why I'm saying it should, they're already out of the league cup. I know it's the, it's, you know, the furthest down the list of their priorities in terms of trophies, but when Solskjaer hasn't won a trophy, you should be prioritizing all trophies. So um, I think the mentality, like Adam said, um, and like that belief, I think that is the biggest positive. And I, I think we're, I think we're both in agreement on that. I mean, I think we're, I think we're all pretty much in agreement on, on where United are right now that that mentality is there, but tactically they're really lacking. And when you see, um, especially in the game um, this weekend, when it was just the passing and everything was just seemed so slow. I mean, that, that does come down to the tactics because when the team is set up in a way where you are, meant to play in a certain way you're set up in a certain um it's like adam said it's more than just the formation um you know it's you don't get the feeling that like they're having those classroom sessions of like when the ball's here positionally everyone needs to be aware of where they need to be so you're able to process quickly and just keep the ball moving instead it's okay the ball's at my feet and now i've got to find who's available um, and it's it's just kind of like get out there, have a kick around, and hope for the best. And world class talent will take over so, at some point. Yeah, and I, I so I think it, it has to be a balance. So he came in from and he took over from Jose Mourinho, who, who has a very rigid tactical system. This is what you must do. You must do this when you collect a ball. You must do this when the ball's in this situation. But he doesn't have that going forward. It's all, that's all defensively and moving the ball out of your defensive third. Well, you know, okay, that's true. Cause, but cause that, was, these, these issues persist. These issues were there under Mourinho as well. Once we were in the final third. Right. But what Ollie did, like you said, he came in and gave them a, that mentality. I mean, yeah, you and I exactly. both agree on yep. this came in and gave them that mentality mentality and belief that they are going to get that goal They're, they they ha- they have enough quality to win. They have enough, uh, you know, work ethic to win mm-hmm. the game, you know, when they need to get that last minute goal, which is what Ferguson did. He made, Ferguson made a career out of that. I mean. Um, yeah, but Fergie also, like, I, didn't struggle against all the bottom table clubs. They won all those matches. That's also what he made a he, career out of. He made a career of beating the teams you're supposed to beat. Exactly. And, and kind of 
drawing with the teams that are at the top of the tables, you know, and then, and then finding that bit of magic when needed. Yeah, exactly. But I think the best thing Solskjaer can do is to bring in a tactical mind to be the first team coach and just somebody who's, who has brilliant tactics, who, who is, is maybe up and coming. I'm not, I don't have a name. I don't know who this would be, but I, yeah. I just think that somebody that, <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key we're not thinking of, Joe. See? But uh, but somebody somebody that's 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 up and coming who's not necessarily managing a team yet, who will be a great yeah. manager who has a tactical mind. Bringing someone in like that would be a good you know well, a, a, a good option. And for Jose. and Fergie, I mean, uh, Jose, Jose. Right Fer, uh, Fergie was like you touched on. Fergie wasn't the most tactically astute manager, but he was a, he was a manager. He was a man manager. And that's why you had Carlos Caros for so many years when United was great because he was yeah. handling all the tactical game plans. Find well, your, find your girls. That's, yes. that's what he needs. Yeah. Find so your we coach. Were Beard. Yeah. We were just talking before this about, you know, coach Beard. DC United, you know, <laughs> DC United just played and Hernan Lasada has a system in DC United that, that is taking advantage of attacking. Uh, attacking uh, with 11 and Hern Lasada has, has evolved not just since he came in, got the team into shape, you know, put in his system, taught the system bit by bit, and you could tell week by week more and more was going into it. Mm-hmm. The league adjusted to him. He readjusted. He's understanding, you know, pressing triggers. He's understanding, you know, overloads. He understands, you know, how to, you know, how to kick attacks wide. So, you know, I'll be curious even if something like that occurs. And 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 look, I don't I don't think anyone's plucking Hernandezada from MLS in the, in the first year, but I but I do think a, a a coach like him, who understands how to get the ball up the field, and and work it off a of press because I think United probably you know are built to be able to do that pretty well, um, and I think a, a coach like that might help if 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 the answer here is another coach who can come in and, and take a part of the system and, 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 and advance and evolve and, and sort of and, and, and put in this system and, and put in these tactics, if that's the case, um, that's fine. I, I think there's, I think you're, you're hard pressed to find a European head coach uh, or head well, manager, whatever they want to call well, Joe, I mean, say, I this is, this is going to seem a not... bit Ted Lasso of me, but, you know, think about American football, the head coach. There are so many head coaches in the NFL who do not call the plays. They have an offensive coordinator who call the plays. I feel like the manager in, in a, you know, a, a Champions League, Premier League team, whatever, like, like Solskjaer, needs to realize that and bring in somebody who will, who will instill the tactics, who will decide – along with Ollie, what the game plan should be, what the tactics should be, how the tactics should change in certain situations in the game. You can't just have your tactics at the start of the game. You have to evolve through the game. And I think that's what United doesn't do. I think Ollie does in, in, in previous to this season or prior to this season, he has done pretty, a pretty good job as far as, managing the, the the changes the substitutions he makes during the game i think he's he's I would have he's, never taken he's done, Pogba today he's done okay with that goal this but this season i i i have no idea what he's doing okay. with, with the changes he's making during the game i was gonna say because I, I i i do agree with that like for last season but this season it's been 
every every change he's made i've i've like i i've i've been just so shocked at what he's doing because it's then and then it doesn't work out and then you're like yeah i'm sitting here on my couch thinking that wasn't going to work and it didn't like i shouldn't be able to just predict that you know um let's 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 get off always back for a second and let's get on someone else's is there a player on the field that you feel is underperforming in a way that has affected the outcome of these games that that you'd like to see improved um today it was dallow but i mean he's your backup right back and he's only playing because juan basaka is suspended so um, I, I'm not, I don't want to pick on him too much or tell us because I think they're both, um, and Adam and I were talking about this texting earlier. I, yeah, but defensively he's very weak. Um, but they're both perfectly serviceable backup fullbacks, but you know, it's unfortunate when you get into the point where you only have one starter on your back line in a champions league match, you know? And that's well, where it, that's where United was today. So, mm-hmm. so T- Thomas and I had some some one on one alone time for quality time yesterday, um, and we were talking <laughs> about like the fact that these these teams that are playing in Champions League, you know, did you guys record top, that, Joe? Uh, no, 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 no. We would never. So record it didn't. That. So it didn't happen. It's <laughs> no. It's it's just for us. Um, <laughs> ah, so they did record it, but only for them. <laughs> well, we we viewed ourselves uh, every day. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, it's funny that, you know, these teams that play in the Champions League and they have their own, uh, their own leagues, they have, uh, the, the, the local cups, and a few other things here and there, some friendlies and this and that. I mean, these teams could play 50 to 60 games a yeah. year. And, and so that depth becomes extraordinarily important. And I think the point that you're making Taylor is that, you know, right now, you know, and look, I, I don't fully understand it, but, you know, Right now, the, these teams are playing. Even the leagues are putting games on Wednesdays right now. So, like, every team's playing two games a week right now, and it's many weeks at a time, and yeah. that is a lot. And oh and, yeah, and yeah. only teams with depth can get through that, and n- nobody else can. Mm-hmm. And and United United does have depth. Um, Dallow was just he just had a he had a poor game today, and that's going to happen. Um, yeah. But you know, it's not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to pick on him because he is like, if he was the starting right back, that's something you'd look at. And if he and Tellus were the starting right and left backs, you'd look at that and immediately say like, yeah, those, if, if you want to compete for anything, those are positions that need to be upgraded. Um, but again, you're dealing with an injury, a suspension, and then another injury. That's why Lindelof is on uh, for today. So I will say in, in positives for the game, um, obviously, Ronaldo rescuing the points in the 95th minute. That's exactly why you bring Ronaldo back. It's, it's moments like that. Um, and in particular, he has not had every single goal he scored so far has either been ugly or scrappy. And I love that because it's all, it's all just about, it's all about quantity. So he's mm-hmm. just going to yeah. score and score and score, and he's just going to keep scoring. And that's, well, that's why you sign him. So He's yeah. made a career out of that. Yeah. A lot of his goals are headers. You know, he's just, he's made a career out of well, knowing the, where to be. His positioning is unbelievable. It's impeccable, yeah. yeah. Especially it's inside tiny. the box. His movement inside the box yep. is, is better than anyone. And it's just, 
it's just hilarious because we've been so spoiled to watch Messi and Ronaldo play um, and compete like directly against each other for so long that they've just scored so many goals that like you forget how many ugly goals both of them have scored because they have scored like highlight real kind of goals. They've scored more of those than like a normal player scores in his career. And then you add all of the, all of the ugly hardworking goals on top of that. And it's just, it's just absurd to think about. But the other positive I wanted to say was that Lingard's touch to back to Ronaldo for the goal was an incredible little touch over to Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he, the, 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 the presence, the presence and the thought process and everything like that was just an incredibly intelligent play from Lingard. Um, and that kind of assist doesn't always get appreciated the way that it should. But that tiny little touch was just so important. He's the new Solskjaer. He comes off the bench and he's been amazing. Yeah, I mean, the young boys uh, mistake aside, he's been fantastic this season. You know, aside from that, but he came back from that and scored at West Ham. No, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying, yeah. (laughs) I just, I'm just saying it's, I, you know. It it's not really been... an area where he operates normally, though, so I'm I'm not really worried too much about that. No, I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. I think overall he's been overwhelmingly a positive force coming off the bench. Yeah, I think so. So, so here's a question: um, the biggest rumors coming into Manchester United, of course, were uh, it was Declan Rice and now Calvin Phillips. Um, do either one of these guys come in January? And do they make like I, more midfielders? Seems uh, the holding so midfielder do, is exactly they, the signing they needed to make. Mm-hmm. They have Thread or the Thread. They have, uh, Fred Maddox, uh, McTominay. Um, yeah, but they need a they need a midfield like a holding midfield destroyer that can play on his own in the holding position. When, when Matic was in his prime, Matic could play that position. Exactly. Yeah. But he, yeah. but he's 34, five, something like that now. He's, he's useful. He's, he's useful in the moments when he's used. <laughs> yeah. What, what'd you say, Joe? I, at my age, I won't take that personally, Adam. I'll let, I'll let, it, I'll let it slide. Well, oh, hey, Matic is, Matic is like my age. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but so okay, so so then I mean, surely they they have to get rid of somebody. They got well, to sell some. I'll let I'll let some folks off. Let Adam take this one because we're actually we're in complete agreement on this one too. Yeah, I mean, I, I I like I like Fred, but when you ask that question about who's underperforming, I think Fred's underperforming. He's he he was brought in to play that spot alone, and he has to play it with a partner. When he's playing with with a partner, most of the time he does well. But I just feel like, you know, he's not, to the, he's not the quality that they need. McTominay can do it. He's shown signs of brilliance here and there. He's dead. But he does like to get forward. And I think he, I think he might be more important going forward. You just, you need somebody like N'Golo Conte or, or Kessie at, at, at Milan. I mean, you need somebody like that, and United does not have anybody like that. I mean, everybody's linked to Cassie right now. I mean, your Tuesday night, you know. I wasn't saying I wasn't saying go out and get Cassie. I'm just saying you need somebody like that, you know. Yeah. And yeah. we're we're both we're 
we're both uh, big yeah, fans of Phillips. So, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, Phillips and Rice are both amazing in the Euros. See, they're, they're I, 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 I would much prefer Phillips. I would too. I would, I would too. Like I, I like, choice, but, but I, I, I like Declan Rice. I think I would, I would be happy if they signed I'm, Declan Rice if they couldn't sign Phillips, but. but I just, I just don't think Declan Rice is that big of an upgrade to where in really important matches, he's going to play that role alone. Yeah, right. And also, they said they wanted $100 million for him. And everyone was like, okay, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. They got Ronaldo <laughs> for $30 million. <laughs> Right. They're like, come on. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's, that's with all the add-ons. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Joe, yeah. I think it's time so, to get to Milan. We've been hogging so, yeah, all this we'll, time we'll, with we'll United. We'll Milan briefly. I, I, I didn't. I actually didn't see the game. I was working. Um, I think. I think Milan is 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 up against it right now. They're they're in a tough group, um, and they just don't it's have the, the toughest. They're in the they're in the group of death. That's the group of yeah, death. I mean, Let's call it what it is. And, and yeah. I think their quality is still building, and I, I think they deserve to be there. Um, I think that 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 result sucked. Uh, and again, you guys know my stance. I, I choose not to blame the refs for things. I, I feel like that stuff kind of all comes. I always choose to blame the refs. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've already few of these grades are, are, are solely based upon my complaints on refs <laughs> on the field and off. But um, you know, so they, they they took the L against Madrid for 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 reasons that I don't necessarily think were completely their fault. But I also think that look you're in those positions to, to make it that close and to be unlucky for a reason. And that is, you know, Cassie got, got a couple of soft yellows. I, 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 I certainly disagree with, you know, those calls. It was against the, the, the run of the game. It was, you know, it was, it was, these are fairly, I thought, surprising decisions by the ref, but, you know, you, you take it as it goes. And I, and I think the team played well. I think the team in, in you know, in Serie A right now is doing really well. And, and to be honest, I, I think that's – I don't – we're not winning Champions League this year, you know, but we have a chance to, to stay, you know, up near the top of Syria, And I think that's the priority is to, is to, is to keep going after the league. Because I think this team has a chance to, to win Syria this year. They I have to get that, I think a rough thing for Milan is that um, – and like you're saying, they deserve to be there. They absolutely do because of the season they had in Serie A last year. There's no – it's not a fluke that they're in the Champions League or that they're back in the Champions League. Um, I think it really, really sucks for them that they got the draw they got because especially with, like, the financial situation of the club and they have to um, – like we've talked about before, you know, it's, it's all very cautious growth going forward for them. They have to make – they have to make money in order to be able to invest that money and getting out of the group in the champions league is worth a lot of money. And it just sucks when you get drawn in the group of death and you know, you're hoping if for, if I'm a Milan fan this season before the group drawing, I would have been hoping like, I'm happy if we get out of the group, that's a good season in the champion, like, you know, for the return to the champions league. Mm -hmm. Um, it seems like it's going to be tough. It's obviously not impossible right now, but it seems like it's right. going to be tough. It'll be tough for us to advance. And I, I, you know, it's funny, Maldini, you know, being the, the, the sort of the, the head of the team right now and making a lot of decisions, pulling all the strings. And he said, listen, like one year of Champions League is, is great, but we need like four or five in a row to yeah. really make the difference that we need to make. We need and we that's like, what I was alluding to. Yeah, we talked. Yeah. 
to, to advance. I mean, we, you know, we know we need a striker. We, a younger striker. I mean, by the way, Drew mm-hmm. is doing fantastic. So is Revit and Leal is playing well this year also. But we know we need some 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 midfield support. We know mm-hmm. that we need uh, defensive support. Um, and, and and so that takes a, a couple of years of investment and, and, and income. And and they're, it's already paying off, right? They're already, they, they, they've been announcing these other students sponsorships and things like that were when these are influxes of money that that, that, then yeah, go right that they, into, they desperately need that they desperately need. And, and so you know the ship in my opinion has been righted however it still has to to get where it's going to go and I'm, I'm patient because i think it's the right i think it's the right direction i think maldini's doing the right thing he is playing he, he's playing hardball with cassie and to be honest cassie's performance this year since he's been back cassie you he was like a, like a college quarterback prospect that right before the draft had been hyped up to be like the next Dan Marino. And, and so, I mean, everybody's throwing a hundred million dollars at him, you know, based on the off season. And so now he's back, he's playing. And I, and honestly, I think Maldini was a hundred percent correct on his valuation and to, to, to be firm. I just hope that we either get rid, I, that we sell him and get value for him. And we don't do the same thing we did with Jim Roma and let him go for free. Because I think that's really going to be... Well, that's... Yeah. Well, I, think, I what, think the fans what, are going to really be upset if that, that happens again. Look what Tottenham did when they sold Bale, Gareth Bale. They yeah. took... He, he, he was sold for an insane amount of money. It was a long time mm-hmm. ago. It was like 90 million or 100 million or something yeah. like that. They bought seven or eight players. Yeah. And they they molded this group into this team that would fight for, for Premier League titles. And they made it to a Champions League final. And they in, won in the next, like, nothing. Six, in the six, seven years. They won nothing, Taylor, yes. But, that is a win, but if I recall. They were they were they were there. They <laughs> well, it's, it, that's, it's it's funny uh, thinking about that because now like that whole group of Spurs players, it's like I've, and we again we talked about this over the weekend. I feel bad for Nuno because it's like he seems like he inherited this team where they're like all of them want out now. They just like none of them seem like they're in it this season. Yeah. Um, so guys, uh, I want to thank you both for being here. Uh, thank um, one of you had a good opinion tonight. I'm not going to say who. Um, all the <laughs> opinions guessing. were right on right on brand for the rest of us. Uh, so, uh, and, and, and to you folks out there, thank you very much for living, for listening. And, uh, I always like to wrap it up with a little, a very quick question. Uh, the U S men's national team, uh, roster came out. Give me, uh, the person that you're most excited about, uh, that who's not the obvious. Uh, Taylor. Uh, Musa haven't seen him in a qualifier yet. Love it. Totally agree. Adam. I was going to say Musa also, actually. Okay. Say it, then. We yeah, can agree. Musa. We've we've agreed all night, so why not keep it going? Maybe maybe I'll I'll, I'll break and say Wea because he hasn't come okay, back either. Okay, same. Yeah. I I I'm on board with that too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we're still samesies. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, then I'll say Musa. Um. <laughs> well, I want to change my answer now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Damn it, and, Joe. And Damn it, Joe beat week, us. Next week, I want to, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about Pepe and and, uh, and some of the interest he's getting overseas because I think there's some really, it's a very good potential locations for him where he could advance. And things that I'm actually quite, quite uh, excited about. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Uh, so, so again, uh, everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. 
thank you so much for uh, for all the questions that you send in. And uh, <laughs> I ask for it every I ask for it every time. No one ever says anything. Um, and uh, guys, as always, uh, it's, it's a ton of fun. Have a great week.